0: Hi, I'm Yin Ling. I'm Raven, and this is How to NFT. Raven and I are on a journey to learn about blockchain.
1: Last week, we learned about how online communities are evolving into either a decentralized
0: autonomous organization or even a physical one. In the grand scheme of things, how much should creators care about all this blockchain technology? Personally, I have no plans to start any NFT project in the near future. I don't really see any link between what am I currently doing now, for example, podcast and the metaverse or Web3 or cryptocurrency. How is this blockchain going to impact the way I work or run my business? Is there an upward trend of clients asking for Web3 talents? So we turn to Jaystam who runs an agency for freelance creatives and ask her about the future of work.
2: No, I mean, the, the easy way out is, you know, I just carry on to do what I want to do, lah, right? But if you are a creative who cares about what the future will change, right, and how it affects you, then you need to care about it. Because I think the fact of the matter is, whether we like it or not, technology is here and they are changing faster every day right we can take the stand to say that I don't care whatever technology change I just want to be whatever that I am I just want to be a graphic designer I just want to be a cameraman I just want to do whatever I want which is fine as well right so you know it's okay if you take that kind of approach but if you want to be at the forefront of the change of your industry if you don't want to be left behind before the change happen or when the change happened, you don't want to discover yourself how come I actually not Uh, not at the forefront of change right if you want to change yourself because you feel that the future is changing and you want to change yourself along the future then i would say you must care about what's happening in the uh i would say in in the blockchain technology or not even just blockchain any technology that is going to affect the way that we're going to work for example 5g Right. So personally, I'm also very interested at, to see how a 5G infrastructure, or rather, what opportunity will a 5G infrastructure bring to creative like us? Right? What kind of innovative content can we create using the 5G network? How people can interact with our content better and faster and more efficient using a 5G network. So in short, it's not really about NFT, blockchain technology or whatever. In general, is as a creative person or as a freelancer, If we want to ensure that we will always stay in the game, then we need to look into the future because the future will affect how we react and will affect our money-making, I would say, uh, uh, opportunity in the future. So you want to be there before everyone else does because if not, then you'll be left behind. So a regular example is just like COVID, right? So COVID has actually shown us that if if you just continue doing what you're doing, Right. then, you know, it's probably, it probably will not work out for you, for you. But if you are prepared to change, right, to actually adopt more digital skill sets, to actually change the way that you, you originally function, right then, you know, that's the opportunity will open up for you. Lah. So even when one door closes, then the next door will open for you in, in that sense. So in other words, right, if you care about what the future is going to hold for you, then you need to care about what technology is going to change or, or how technology is going to change because it will affect the way that you service your client, it will affect the way that you create your content. So how do you think it uh, it will affect how
1: creators at work affect you um, service their clients or um, how we can work together with freelancers? Maybe for the client side first. Let's say
2: let's the client side. So um, yeah, so okay, let's touch on the client side, right? Because that's what Creative Works does as well, right? Um, so I think most importantly is to actually understand, or for all of us, lah, not just our client, right? Is to actually understand ultimately with the change of technology, how will consumers' behavior change, right? Because at the end of the day, when we are working with clients, when we are working with brands, right? At the end of the day for them is how do they get more customers? Right? How do they better sell their product? How do they better sell their services? How do they engage with their audiences? So at the end of the day, it's always the end consumers that they have in mind. Right? So for us for us to service our client better, we need to understand their customers because their ultimate objective is to serve their customers. Right? So if their customers are people who are used to using cryptocurrency to pay, right? so then they have to think about it. Are they prepared to accept cryptocurrency? If their customers are the gamers, for example, and is prepared to buy things on NFT, for example, then are they going to be left behind and not jump into or not at least join the bandwagon to actually help to service their customers or at least to be seen as they are are actually doing something for their customers or for their community? So, for the client side, both from a marketing perspective as well as for understanding how their consumers' behaviour changes, it actually benefits them a lot.
0: As NFT is a new space, it can be difficult for beginners to find the ideal path for building a career. Being new also comes with certain setbacks, such as doubts of candidates regarding NFT jobs. Would it be feasible to pursue a long term career in a domain that has only emerged? In recent months, we check in with Ivy from Wonder Woman Tao. What are the different job opportunities that can exist in a decentralized, anonymous organization like hers?
3: I think there's a lot, right? Just like... Mm any other company, a DAO, Mm -hmm. right? Think of it like an organization. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. once it has funding, once it has a treasury, it needs the same things as any other company does. It needs people to do community management. It Mm -hmm. needs people to do art and graphics and social media and partnerships and program management and business development and all of these things that are fully non-technical if you are non-technical. If you're technical, great. I think everyone wants a Web3 engineer mm. and they will train you because there's just not enough Web3 engineers right now. Yep. And we have a partnership actually with Wonder Woman DAO um, with, sh- they've rebranded. They used to be called Shipyard. Before that, they were called Optilistic. Since I knew them, they've rebranded three times. So I don't know their current name, <laughs> okay. but we do have one that's for yeah. senior engineers and they especially want women in like, minority women right that's why we have a partnership with them the the cost of their program is like twenty thousand (gasps) dollars and we can send one person full scholarship every single cohort that they run so reach out to me we can help you get a scholarship um Mm. there's a lot of cheaper alternatives out there for those that are more junior Mm -hmm. just look online like web3 bootcamp or web3 development there's a few I can also send you some links for engineers but for the non-technical folk out there especially the artists and the creatives like I think a lot of DAOs need people like that because and it's so easy to contribute just go in and you say that oh I'm an artist let me help with your social media or like with designing your next set of NFTs. Mm. I think most, most communities I'm looking for are always looking for the right artist. Mm. They're like, we just can't find someone that like is the best vibe. Someone who really understands Mm. the space. So if you spend your time digging in and just, hopping into discords and introducing yourself and saying Mm. you want to help and especially in a discord that really you vibe with Mm. then I think there's a lot of opportunities for that and for us as a DAO and a community that hasn't raised a treasury yet this is a great place for you to get work experience within a DAO, right? You can then, mm-hmm. most DAOs are like, oh, we want mm-hmm. you to have experience working in a DAO first. Yeah. There's always mm-hmm. like, go to a one that hasn't raised treasury yet. No one's getting paid. It's like just some something that you really believe in yep. with a DAO that you like want to join their mission and work towards. There's a lot of stuff to do. And
2: Jace puts it all in perspective. So, so I think for freelancers' perspectives, there are two ways, right? So either you see yourself as a as a creator, right? So you leverage on blockchain uh, uh, technology, like uh, NFT, to to make to make a living, like okay, maybe not make a living, but to actually create alternative source of income for yourself, right? So you see yourself as a creator, you create content, you put it out there, get someone to buy it from you, right? So to generate, in turn, generate additional. Uh, uh, revenue for yourself because they are interested party, right? Who want to own the digital piece of your work. So this this is one way of saying it, right? As an alternative or as options to generate alternative revenue stream and to diversify your revenue stream. Secondly, I think it's more from a service perspective, right? So as we know, more and more people are getting into NFT. Or more and more people are getting into this whole blockchain technology. So, as a creative yourself, how sh- what are the new skill sets you should pick up so that you actually are involved in this whole change, right? In this whole revolution, instead of just doing what you're doing. So, for example, let's say, let's talk about uh, in the whole marketing campaign for, say, uh, someone who wants to launch an NFT. Right. So if you did, I mean, the same thing will happen, right? If you need to launch an NFT, you also need a marketing team, you need copywriting and all this. So if you are a copywriter, do you understand enough to be able to write enticing copy for, say, an NFT campaign, right? Or are you now just doing what you are doing, right? Very, is a very good copywriter, but you does not understand what NFT does. You and all the more you doesn't even understand the community right the people who are currently uh, uh, involved in the nft and because you doesn't understand them hence you cannot write copies that will entice them so that will actually affect your service as well right so I would say for the current creative do take a look or rather understand how the nft uh, in or how the whole nft is moving or even the, the higher thing is, or the other, the bigger thing is the blockchain technology and see how you can be involved in it, right? So if you are a web developer, are you able to develop or are you, right, um, developing for blockchain-related technology or do you know about blockchain-related technology? If you are a copywriter, right, do you know enough so that you can actually write to uh, write convincingly, right? Or, or at least understand the difference, between how you write for a blockchain uh, uh, type of initiative versus, uh, say, a lifestyle company type of initiative. Then next is the designers, right? Because ultimately, NFT needs some form of visuals. Even like, you know, if you have a piece of marketplace, right? when you're doing your promotions, when you're doing your marketing, you need a visual, you need a post, right? So are you a designer that can understand this as well? So I think there's a lot more examples of how creative will be needed as well, right? In this whole NFT boom like, in that sense. So the question to the creative is, are you ready for this? Do you know enough that you can offer your service? So I know a digital marketer, right? She actually is very active in NFT. So she's in all the NFT forum, you know, she's in all the blockchain association and all this because she believes this is the future. So she believes in the future, as a marketer, she will be serving more and more companies in this area. So hence, she needs to be more active in knowing people in this area, right? Uh, find out what is the missing gap that she needs to know, right? and then how she can actually adapt her marketing skills towards this near new future. Lah.
1: As Raven figures out her options in NFT, I'm still keen to launch my project. So I asked Sam from Stories of Asia for his advice.
4: I think the quick advice is then: you no, know, start simple, start small, rather than overthinking it. I think sometimes why we why why we have inaction is because we overthink it. We want it to be a resounding success straight away. We want it to be a big bang. We Want to make like millions of dollars straight away in the first launch, for example. Obviously, it's nice to have, but practically speaking, most projects don't achieve that kind of stuff, lah. Right. So I think start small, start simple. And play to your strengths. I think self-awareness becomes quite important, especially when you're very lean or on your own, right? So understanding what you're good at, what you're not, and perhaps I would also suggest to do some homework to understand what you need, right? Because to be honest, there's a lot of information out there in the market, and if you just put in the time to do some research, you get the information needed, basically, right? So I think find the easiest way to get started, test out the market, get feedback, and move from there, because. You can conceptualize and think all you want. You can read. You can get all the, the best practices of sort. If you don't actually go to the battlefield itself, you won't have a sense of what's happening. You won't know in your context what's working, what's not. So to me, that's probably how I would get started if I'm alone today. yeah.
1: So would you have done anything different in hindsight?
4: I wouldn't have done anything differently from a from a big picture point of view. Because I think I, I've gained so much, right? Just experimenting some of these things. Obviously, when I say I'm not going to do anything differently, doesn't mean I'm successful in every single thing, right? I would say, as, as you all know, probably only like maybe 10% or 20% of things really sucks, uh, really successful. 80% of them typically flop quite badly at times even. But how I see things is that all these are part of the journey of growth, right? I mean, if everything's so successful, you probably won't learn much <laughs> and you probably won't grow much. So for me, that, the 80% that didn't quite work out or didn't quite go the way that I wanted it, I've always asked myself, right? Why didn't it work out? And how can I you know, take it forward from there as well, right? So that actually helped me grow a lot. And all these NFTs, all these tech platforms that came out were a result of things that didn't quite work out previously as part of the 80%. So I would say that, no, it's okay that, you know, to fail, it's okay to get feedback. It's okay to try new stuff because you never know where that leads through. And it's just like, Investing, right? You know, you probably invest in 10 stocks or 10 companies, for example, just hoping for one to become that unicorn to be successful. Likewise in experience, right? You can't just place your bet or put your eggs in all in one basket in a sense, hoping that it's, pray that it's going to be successful. You got to diversify a little bit. You got to try and eventually, right? Seeing where things go is also a good sensing, a good feedback. And eventually I always like to see how can I synergize things together. So some things may not be doing so well, but it can actually be a a spark, you know, for something else that or a complementary piece in some sense that we bring together. And that's how I see that, you know, in terms of entrepreneurship, in terms of all these projects we are doing in this space itself, it's so interesting because it's constantly evolving and there's a lot of new opportunities that can be tapped on if you're having that open mindset of innovation, of experimentation in that sense. That's how I see it actually.
1: As with anything new, there is always going to be a risk. But there's also an opportunity in there. If you want to experiment, artist and NFT creator Iqbal believes the time to start is right now.
5: Um, okay, so like I think I shared a little bit earlier, Like um, this is a very relatively new space. And you know that there's an opportunity for a creator to to establish themselves. And I feel like if you start early, and then you will be an experienced uh, creator in the space and you will gain your portfolio, you build your portfolio and then soon you will be open, you'll be asked to do projects and stuff like that. And then that's where you earn You earn from it and make a living. So I guess like uh, it also gives the opportunity, like I think I've said this uh, a little bit earlier, like the crypto and NFT space has opened so many jobs. Like right now, you've never heard of this uh job called community manager before until like recently like so what they do is that they go into discord they 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 interact with the community they share stuff they update so it has become a career for someone yeah like out of the blue this thing is actually like a moderator in in a in a space, you know, like like you know, last time when we were in COVID and we were doing on Clubhouse, at this moderator. Now it has become a full time job. It's being paid. They are being paid uh, money to to run this. So you see the opportunities that has been created, and it and it's not only for them. It's only, it's also for us as creators, as artists, uh, as musicians. Like the possibilities endless because number one, you are you, like for example, as an artist. You are creating the the visual aspect of a NFT project, the like JPEGs, perhaps, yeah. Or you yourself can open your own project and you build your own community in the NFT space. Like for example, the reason why I created SoBees is because I wanted my own SoBees community, like a person who likes my art, who who are fans of my art, they buy my artwork and then me in return like hey like if you buy this particular art and this art I'll give you like a unique uh, one of one artwork and it's like a gift and it's like something that people appreciate you know and I guess it's also accessible for people who wants to be an art collector because you know like art collecting it's a very expensive hobby and now with the NFT space like I can buy uh, artworks that I like for like 300-200 dollars and it still holds its value to myself, even though like the project like rugs and abandons. like to me it feels like you know I'm, I'm collecting something that for example like like I'm a fan of Shepherd Ferry, I'm a fan of uh there's this artist called Tristan Eaton like I can buy their nFTs for like zero point zero seven, which is about 200 dollars yeah and 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 it's an artwork that 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 it's it's not perishable. Yeah, it's something that is in the digital space. And, you know, sooner or later, like now you can see Samsung is integrating NFTs into their TVs. Like now I can have like a Samsung TV as my, my picture frame and I have my NFTs being displayed. You know, like now technology has made it in such a way. So, so there's like so many possibilities for artists to, 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 to earn and to, uh, build their name, um build their reputation, build their portfolio and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: So for yourself, right? You mm-hmm. launched it, um I saw what, a couple of months ago, well, mm-hmm. one, two months ago mm-hmm. right now.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: How are you marketing and promoting your NFT then? On, on which platform? And right. such?
5: So I guess I guess marketing um right now has changed drastically. It's no longer we call it the web two, web three marketing line Right now, you know, like web two marketing is like on social media, you post and then you share. But then web three now is it's more intimate, it's more personal. So basically, they use uh, platforms like Discord and Twitter Spaces, uh, Twitter and uh, Twitter Spaces, uh, for instance. So if you see right now, like it's no longer like hey, I got my artwork out there like if you support please like and share and, and buy like on Instagram and stuff like that like you still use that but then you're using that to to kind of funnel it into the web three place where you are actually in person on a Twitter space like literally sharing and talking about your work, and that's where you grow your followers and your followers are, are like listening to you hearing you they want you to be omnipresent in a sense Yeah, you're no longer like, like for example, I buy artwork because like, I am a fan of Takashi Murakami for instance and Takashi Murakami is in Japan, not caring for me. Now, now it's no longer that. The Web3 world, is working in such a way that you are like in a Twitter space, very active, talking to the community and then like you're selling your artwork but at the same time, buying other people's artwork. It's a cycle. It's a, it's a, it's a give and, give and share kind of a, a thought process. So that's how you build, build your your reputation and community
1: So it seems like this journey isn't meant for everybody
0: That's a lot of food for thought I still am not sure where I will end up in this NFT space but for now I'm taking my baby steps So what about you Yen Ling What is your takeaway from this series? So will you be doing anything differently for your own NFT launch? Honestly, I think I'm not
1: prepared to launch an NFT right now. As I mentioned in the beginning, I thought it was a very easy process of selling your digital artwork online, similar to how you would sell something on eBay. However, after hearing all the different sharings from all our friends, I realized that I'm wholly unprepared to launch an NFT. First off, it is a difficult market. Uh, one that uh, on top of whatever I'm doing right now really seems like a lot of work. Secondly, uh, I would like to have more value given to my buyers if I would like to actually sell something. So I'm just going to take this back to the drawing board for now and let's see how it goes in the next few months. How about you guys share with us what your thoughts are on NFT, blockchain, and the Web 3.0? Catch up on our old episodes and do remember to click follow on our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.
0: And check us out on our Instagram and Facebook. Creatives at Work is releasing our very own NFT in September. Do keep a lookout and join us in our NFT journey. And a very big thank you, as usual to Audio-Technica for being our audio partner. The information expressed in this podcast
1: are solely the opinions of the individuals at the time of this recording and do not reflect the views of freelance creatives exchange and creators at work. This information is for entertainment purposes only and it is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment or trading advice. Please do your own due diligence.